Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. everybody. Good afternoon. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. We are back here with Coach Yonica, Coach's Corner. So thank you so much for tuning into the Nurse with Nicole podcast. We were on an absolute high from the weekend and we're just coming down. So we will be doing some interviews on the Nourish Retreat. If you guys have not heard about that yet, you can also check out our social media. We have been talking all about that. So we are going to dive into another topic today. And Coach Yonica, what are we going to chat about? We're going to talk about this idea that health is actually, and that when we talk about, I want to get healthy, or I want to eat well, or I want to move my body, that it's not a one size fits all. It's not a cookie cutter approach. And that's oftentimes why people probably get very discouraged is because they think there is only one way to do something or one measurement of what does it mean to be healthy? And that's just not the case. So we often talk right about our coaching is custom coaching. That's how we talk about ourselves, how we advertise. It's how we present ourselves to people. And I think oftentimes people take for granted, what does it mean to have custom coaching? So, and I think it's so important because it emphasizes that idea that we're meeting you where you are at right now, not where you want to be, not where your neighbor is, not where the ideal situation is, right? It's not about what's the best case scenario. It's about what's practical right now. What does it actually mean to make improvements in my health? Different things that people do for their nutrition and their health and their movement. The fact that what person A does could be so different from person B, but they're both still working on their health. And so one shouldn't be discredited or seen as not as valid or as worthy because it looks different. I like how you mentioned just backing up, like we meet people where they're at, because when you're starting something new, if you've never followed a nutrition program, or you've never done a morning routine, or you've never meal prepped. And we're like, here, do all these things. And you're like, and then you're overwhelmed. Then you're like, I don't want to start, right? So we like to meet you where you're at. It's like, if you're eating a bagel every single morning, and that's what's like comfortable to you, I'm going to give you a bagel, but maybe we're going to make sure that that meal's balanced, right? So just meeting you where you're at. So you're not like overhauling everything and getting overwhelmed. And that's like, it's at the custom in it. And so when people talk about, you know, I want to learn what it means to eat well or eat healthy. That's such an idea and such a big topic. And I think we say these things without really having context around it. And again, that's where people get discouraged or maybe they don't see the results they want or they have some unrealistic expectation of what that's going to look like. And so it's important to consider, okay, well, where am I at right now? So like you said, if you're somebody that every morning is having a bagel, okay, well, at least you're having breakfast. So that's fantastic. And now we can improve on what your breakfast looks like. But we have other people often who are like, I don't eat till the middle of the day. I skip breakfast entirely or I have a double-double, right? So for them, eating well might be they go get some type of breakfast. It might not even be a whole bagel. It might be like, I'm going to have an energy bite before I drink my coffee. And that's still going to be considered eating well. That is still considered making progress. If we often have people who like, I eat out several times a week because it's just me or it's just me and my spouse and we don't like to cook, right? So for them, eating well could 
we're going to reduce this takeout to once a week. Or when we go out, we're going to start looking at the menus and being mindful of what we choose or trying to follow some type of like a template with what we choose. And that's totally valid. There is improvement there. They are making conscious decisions to eat well. But for somebody who doesn't go out or is already used to cooking all their meals at home, that might not be considered eating well because it's not appropriate in the context that they're in right now. Right. So everyone, like you have to approach everyone at a different way, like where they're at. Right. And so if we get somebody that comes to us and says like, I, you know, I don't eat breakfast. I go out lots for lunch because I work downtown and I find I'm really bad at snacking at the end of the night. Well, the last thing we're going to do is say, okay, well, here's a meal plan that's the full 180 from this, you know, I'm going to need you to have this big of a breakfast and you're going to start making all your meals and no eating for you after 6 p.m. And we're going to give that like, this is what it means to eat well. And no, like maybe eventually, but that is going to look like, and that's what eating well means to you. But in the moment, that's not realistic. And again, that when we present people with a, this is best case scenario, or this is your ideal situation, as opposed to, hey, what is appropriate given where you are, it's really discouraging. And it's not, you kind of get down on yourself, right? Feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so far away from eating well, when it's like, well, no, you could make small choices today. And we could consider that eating well. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't want to overwhelm yourself. And that's what's going to, it's like going from zero to a hundred real quick. And that's when you're like, I have a lot of clients that like go from zero to a hundred real quick because they want to go all in and then they like burn themselves out. And then they're like, I don't know, I can't keep up. Right. So sometimes Mm -hmm. a lot of clients are like, I want to do training and nutrition, or they're like, if they haven't done any of that, it's like, I suggest like, let's start with the nutrition. And once you get like the meal prep and all those routines and things in place, maybe in four weeks, we can add the training in, right? And like, that's some approach that I've taken with my clients, and it works well. But if you already have some sort of routine in doing them both out at the start is it works great. Maybe if they are like, I only work out two days a week, okay, and they're like, but I can work out six. I'm like, well, you know what, we're not going to make you we're not going to ask you to work out six days a week, if you're only working out two, because that's setting yourself up for failure. So let's start with two. Once that's good, you feel good, then we can slowly add more, right? So again, coming into the custom meeting where they're at, like, that's what that custom coaching is all about. Aside from you mentioned earlier about like signing up with like the random online programmings that are very individual. If we talk about things like Beachbody, I've done Beachbody. I don't know very many people that haven't tried it at some point in their life. And again, if you already have good practices in place, it could be helpful. Maybe it it guides you a little bit to portion control. But again, if you're somebody that has no concept of like what proteins or carbs or fats even is. And here you're like, okay, I'm going to follow this program that's a one size fits all. And it's like, these are the rules in order to be considered to be living healthy. Well, good luck. Like, let me know how that works out for you. Because when I did it, I had no concept with these things. I tried it when I was like in my 20s. It was like all the rage of doing it. I had no concept of what I was doing. And it didn't work for me at all. It was very frustrating. I felt very like I had all these questions. I didn't know who to ask. And I felt like unless I could follow everything to a T, that I was unsuccessful, that I wasn't healthy, that I wasn't making any positive changes. And again, that's where we get in this idea that health looks one way, but it really isn't right. Like our title, like health is a spectrum. There's so many different ways that you could be considered to be making improvements in your health. I've been into like health and fitness since like really big into it since probably like 2011, when I started prepping for my very first show. And I can say that I don't even think that I actually ever did like Beachbody or anything like that. So like, I can't even compare it to that. When I wanted to go all in, like, I think I hired, I had friends that helped me just like I helped people around me for free at the beginning. 
So I can't compare to that, but you have to understand it's like if you want to do it the right way and you don't want to waste time, I'm not trying to say like custom coaching is the way to go, but if you have been in fitness for chasing your goals for five, 10 years and you're still at the same place, like, and you're following like those <laughs> beach body programs and you're not seeing any results, think about custom coaching because it's geared towards you. And it's like, like I said, people meet you where you're at and we are there to take all the guesswork out of it. And knowing that we're giving your body what it needs for your specific goals and your body and what's going on. And we deep dive into all that work. When you're on like those beach body programs, there's no one there to basically hold your hand. We hold our clients' hands, like basically. Well, we want you to be successful. So if we notice things, repeated patterns that are making you feel unsuccessful or that are making things hard to follow, we can address those, right? And again, considering that your journey is going to be very different than somebody else's. And that's why you need to be okay to make changes as you go, as opposed to I'm all in, this is what I'm going to do now. I went from this to this. Well, no, like you got to live in the middle somewhere for a while and gradually build your way up the same. I know you mentioned about like, you know, clients being like, I kind of, I work out two days, but I'm going to do six days. And it's like, no, like, why are you doing this? And for somebody who maybe this is like, Health as a whole is a very new idea to them. They're like, I don't walk. I don't, you know, my step count today is under 3000. Okay. Well, again, we're going to meet you where you're at. We're going to consider where are you? Where do we want to go? And how are we going to get there? If you're somebody who's like, I want to run a half marathon, but currently, you know, I don't even walk around the block. Well, I'm not going to be like, here's a training. We're going to consider, okay, what are some things we can implement right now just to start navigating you towards that healthier, more active day-to-day lifestyle. Maybe it's we add in 10 minute walks once a day and then we keep progressing. But on the same token, if you're somebody that comes to me and is like, I'm already running five kilometers per day. Well, me telling you to go walk for 10 minutes is kind of silly. It's not doing anything, but it doesn't mean one or the other is better. It just means that one is better suited to somebody else. And again, we're going to set you up for success. If all you ever look at is your end goal and consider, well, I'm either at the end goal doing those things or I'm shitting the bed. Well, of course you're going to feel terrible and you're going to be discouraged and you're not going to want to do it. I feel the same way if I look at like, eventually I want to be here, but right now I'm not. So you have to look at like, well, what am I doing every day that is better than yesterday or better than last week? What are the things I'm implementing that are moving me towards And again, a spectrum, it's not black or white. When we look at like those habits and I have clients that like are struggling with something and then like one week they're like, I got my water, I got my water. And I say like, they're like, I finally like accomplished getting all my water in or I've been struggling to get my 5,000 steps in. But now like this past week I hit 7,000 and I always say, I'm like, okay, like you did that for seven days. Like there's no reasons why you can't do it again. So whatever you did last week that helped you drink all that water did you take your water bottle everywhere with you? Did you buy a new water bottle? Like, what was it? Like, let's reflect on back week. What was it that helped you get that habit in control? So it's like, I like to talk about that at my clients' check-ins. Mm-hmm. If something worked well, I'm like, okay, well, let's do it again, right? Like, repeat exactly what you did. Like, after you did it for seven days, it's not just like, okay, I'm done. See you later. Like, I'm just going to hang out, right? It's like, no, like, that's not how it goes. It's like, it takes over, what, 14 days to create a habit. So it's like, you did it one week, let's do it again. And then there should be no questions asked. And like when that habit is controlled and we have that in control, let's add something new. And it's like not overwhelming yourself. And just like you said, meeting the client where it's at and being in spectrum with whatever feels good for them. I think that's so good. Like I do the same thing, right? When we suddenly notice that like we're breaking patterns or we're getting somewhere that we want to be really drawing attention to it to be like, okay, like let's pause for a second and actually reflect back. What did you do differently this week? 
that allowed this to be successful when previously it hasn't. Because mm. I also think when we highlight what we've done differently, because it's not an accident, like you made the choice, whether you realize it or not, when we focus on that, we draw attention to it. Not only does it reiterate, like you said that, hey, look, you can do this. So you're going to do it again. But I think it it provides a little bit of like internal reflection for that client to be like, yeah, you know what? I am further ahead than I was last week. And so again, acknowledging maybe you're still not where you want to be in six months or 12 months, but holy cow, this week you are than you were last week. And so seeing those small adjustments on your health spectrum is huge. But if we just assume, well, I should be doing it and we don't praise it or celebrate it, but we always just feel like, well, I'm not where I'm supposed to be, right? Mm -hmm. We never actually appreciate, yeah, but I'm further than I was. Yes, exactly. And so I think, and like with us, right, we talk about nutrition, we talk about movement, but we also talk a lot about our clients, like daily habits, their routines. And again, it has to be given in context about like, are you succeeding? Are you making better choices? I know you and I are both people that are very like regimented with what time we go to bed and what our nights look like and getting up in the mornings. I wasn't always like that. So for me now to have like a consistent bedtime, that doesn't really like phase me. I don't really think much about it. But I think even like two years ago when I was still teaching, I would be up to like the wee hours of the morning stressing Mark. I'd be like back at school by like six in the morning. So for me to, you know, start implementing a bedtime or even like a screens off time by 10 p.m. at the time was huge. Mm -hmm. And every time I did it, I was like, yes, I am moving towards the direction that I want to. Like, yes, this is the type of person I want to be. I can check that box. Whereas again, today, if you were like, Yannicka, you've got to be screens off by 10 p.m., I'm going to be like, I've already been in bed for 30 minutes. So this doesn't actually matter to me. But it doesn't mean that back then when I shut my phone off by 10 p.m. that it wasn't a huge freaking deal. It was. At that time, it required me to have like firm boundaries, to think about myself, to be intentional about like how that was benefiting my health. And it allowed me to eventually two, three years later, get to the point where now I'm like, yeah, no, I'm kind of like off my phone by 7 p.m. And I'm in bed by 930. And like, I've got a whole routine. And if you told me two, three years ago, this was where you want to be. And I was sitting up at four in the morning marking, oh my God, I'm never going to get there. I'm such a failure at this. Like I have no boundaries, right? But I can't, you can't look at it that way. It's again, it's not, yes, I'm there or no, I'm not there. It's like, where am I at in my spectrum of this health journey? Yeah, it just goes to the same thing. I was like comparing to others and I want to make a point too, is like when you have those habits and when you were like, say consistent for like, say like four weeks and you crushed it and then all of a sudden something happens and then you fail for like three days and you're like, that's where you have to like understand that giving yourself like your expectations have to be not so hard on yourself and letting go of certain expectations because that has happened with me for a lot of things. I expressed this in our breakout rooms retreat is like, I have this habit tracker in the back of my journal and one of the habits is reading. And I put that in there because I was reading a book. And then for the last two weeks, I haven't had a book to read because I've been focusing on my speech and like the retreat. So every day that I go to check off my habits where it says read, I'm Xing it. And I'm like, I want to check it, <laughs> even though I haven't done it. But it's like, that's letting myself down. It's like, no, Nicole, you have to like, let go of those expectations. Mm -hmm. Like this, this and this and this, you haven't had time to read stretching. Like, I'm not stretching every single night, but like me physically Xing that off. It's like, damn, okay, get up and stretch right now. So you can X check that mm -hmm. off. So just giving yourself some, like not being so hard on yourself and like giving those expectations, like, Hey, like if something's going on, just know that like 
you're just going to be able to like just get back on it. Because I know for me, it feels good to like check things off, right? It's context. So think about even like this weekend at the retreat, we had lots of clients that were like one-on-one clients that typically follow a meal. There's quite a few that express some concern that like they're not following their meal plan and that they don't know like how to track this food and this, that, and the other. And again, totally valid. I hear what you're saying. As people that have done this for a very long time, we kind of have that, like, it's not ideal if I'm working towards weight loss or something, but at the same time, I'm here for an event. I am still eating great food. Like, it's not like we were eating takeout, like that food was bomb, right? Like it was fresh. It was amazing. And to me, I just, I was like, I'm not going to stress a lot about this because if I consider like my food as a whole, I'm still eating well. I am still taking care of my body. I am still doing all the things I, I would typically do. It looks a little bit different. But for those who are very, you know, they kind of got fixated on the idea of like, well, either I'm following my meal plan or like I'm off the rails, I've screwed it up. They're lacking that idea that no, you can eat well on a spectrum. It's a change, right? And you have to be okay to be flexible with that if your situations changes or if your circumstances are different. It doesn't mean, yeah, go eat McDonald's and takeout for the next like three days, which like none of us did. We literally still ate well. And so for me, again, years into this, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really phase me at all that I have that mindset. But for some people, it was very like difficult to navigate that and to still feel okay about what they were doing. I had to like give the okay to some of my clients. I'm like, go eat. Like, (laughs) I was like, don't worry about what's going on here. I'm like, you're still eating healthy. I'm like, we made sure that the food here is going to be like aligned with our goals. And everything was basically what we give our clients. And we kept that in mind. And I was happy with how everything was. And like you said, like some of my clients were saying they're not, not eating. I was like, go eat. She's like, well, I wasn't sure. And I was like, you're here it's the weekend. Like we're enjoying like go. I understand. It's like just some of the things that they never had before, like a bagel. It's like I enjoy, I ate a bagel this weekend. Holy crap. Like, right. Like, and they were like, they were happy with having that flexibility, which was nice. And just knowing that they probably all went home feeling great. Right. And hopefully a little bit more like trust in themselves too, that it's like, yeah, if I'm in a situation like this, I can still make choices that are aligned with my health without being scared. I'm going to like screw it up. Mm-hmm. You know, or that there's only one way to do it. And it's like, no, there isn't. And I even think about like, we went on that hike and we had such a variety of participants, some who have like our avid hikers. And this was like nothing for them, like a walk in the park. Right. And then some who were like, this is literally like my first time out ever, which like I was, this is my second time out ever. You dragged me out on my first one out ever. And so again, like in that moment, everybody experienced different things. For some people, this was, it was a really big challenge for others. It was like, just like a little bit of a stroll, but that doesn't mean that one person was like better in their health journey than the others, or that one was more committed to it than the other. It was like, no, everybody took from that what they could based on where they were at in their journey. We got to celebrate everybody. We didn't just celebrate the people who like crushed it and didn't run out of breath. We celebrated the people who put themselves in new scary situations and pushed themselves the same way. So again, I think it was just this weekend, I feel like it really was a, it really highlighted for me, like as much as I know our health is a spectrum and I know we all live in different phases and different areas of that realm, getting to see it in a room with like 30, 35 of us, nobody is at the same place in their health journey. But everybody was still able to show up and celebrate and do things and be mindful. And like, it was really cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. And it was nice to see that like we all kind of came together and were 
kind of noticed even like with the coaches it's like we're all on different levels 100% with how where we're at in our journeys yeah and so if you you give yourself a little bit of grace that wherever you are right now is probably like where you should be as you're navigating towards where you want to be you're going to take a lot more from the experiences you're going to learn a lot more you're going to be significantly happier living in the realm that you are right now because you understand hey this serves a purpose as opposed to, well, this isn't where I want to be. Because eventually, like where you're at, you're going towards you want to be, right? And there's a purpose for every... You'll get there. Where you're at going, for sure. More you just show up, right? Like I said, I uh, literally, <laughs> three years, two, I don't even know if it was three years ago. It was probably literally two years ago. I was like operating off of like four hours of sleep a night. And I thought it was normal. Mm-hmm, exactly. Here we are. And I'm like, do not talk to me if I have less than seven. <laughs> yeah, me too. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you want to mention before we close up here, Yonica? I think it's just a shameless plug that if you're like, holy cow, yes, I've been doing these programs on and off and spinning my tires that, hey, maybe custom coaching is for you. Yes, absolutely. And if you guys have any questions about custom coaching, there is some links that will be attached to below this podcast. And again, if you have any questions, you can reach out to Coach Yonica or myself. We have a lot of different options for Nourish. We have a lower ticket option. We have more intense coaching. We have other options that are different price points. So if you guys have any questions, just make sure you ask. Okay. So thank you so much, Coach Anika, for your time today. This was fabulous. And thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below. If you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey, you can head over to my Instagram, nourish.withnicole, click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest, healthiest life. Thank you so much and I can't wait to chat next week.